Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. It's me, Micah Macaw. Me, Jordan Macaw. And this is the podcast where we are proving to people that sequels can be better than the originals. That is not always the case, but oftentimes, and actually I think with every series that we have covered, we have not found the first movie to be the best movie in the series. Yep. Um, yep, yep. This one is no exception. This movie is way better than the first movie. Yeah. Um, but having said that, we're covering the maximum teenage angst overdrive miniseries so for the next four weeks excluding last week which we hope you already listened to we're covering the twilight vampire series and um today we are covering the second movie which is twilight the twilight saga colon new moon so here we are it's a new moon which you get those every month right Uh, i don't know I'm not very good at the moon stuff. I I, I mean, we might need to keep take that knowledge because next is Eclipse. Nah. Um. So, shall we just go straight into it? What What are your notes? What I, else would I we have, go into? It? I have notes about it. Yeah. So, um, here we go. So, this movie is directed by a different director than the first movie, Chris Weitz. Wets W E I T Z. And he did Operation Finale, The Golden Compass, uh, About a Boy, and he was an uncredited director on American Pie. Uh, produced by Wyke Godfrey, who we talked about last week. Karen Rosefelt, uh, who who produced Wonder Park, which was this strange movie that had like monkeys in it, and like a like a like a fairy tale carousel that I think came out last year, animated. I've just, never heard of that. It before. flew way under the radar. Uh, she did Max 2, White House Hero. Remember the movie Max about the two? dog? Remember the dog movie? Where what the, kind of dog is this one? It's like a German Shepherd. No. Yeah, uh, she directed, or she she produced that. Um, and the and, and the first one. She did uh, Road Chip, <laughs> the squeakle. Um, okay. Oh, is that the album of the chipmunks? Yeah. And um, she also did Yogi Bear 3D. So, um... Along with that, uh, we have screenplay again by Melissa Rosenberg, who I believe has done all of them, so we'll mention okay. her every uh, week. And then we have music by the one and only Alexandre Duplass. Despa. Alexandre Despa. Still am uncomfortable pronouncing Alexandre his name, Despa. but he's the best man in the business. He rules. Um, earlier this year, somehow the score for a different movie beat Little Women, the best score uh, that we've had ever since Interstellar. Um, my second favorite score of the year and my favorite album of 2019, the Little Women score. Um, so then we have cinematography by Javier Aquirisarobi, who did the new Dora movie that came out last year. Okay. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. So we've mentioned him before. The new Poltergeist movie, Blue Jasmine, The Road, and uh, The Road was the same year as New Moon. Jordan, The Road was the same year as New Moon, and he did the cinematography for both, which is interesting. Hmm. Uh, production, Temple Hill Entertainment, Imprint Entertainment, and Sunswept Entertainment, and Sunswept did uh, the rest of the Twilight movies, and the movie that will never be released, 
Fox's The New Mutants. Which, folks, I don't know if you're aware of this. So, little side tangent. There's this movie, and it's like the final Fox like release of a of um, of a Marvel movie, and it was supposed to come out in 2019, I believe, in like February of 2019. They changed the release date to the end of that year. Yeah, it's called New Mutants. It's about like a horror house of mutants, X Men Uh, stuff. X Men, yeah. And uh, then by the time we got to the summer, they changed the release date to early last year. And then when we got to that, they changed it again to this year. It would have come out in like February. And then with the coronavirus, they postponed it indefinitely. I don't think it was supposed to come out in February. Or it was supposed to come out in March or something. Yeah. It was almost out. Yeah. It was almost out. But at this point, it's like, just dump it on Disney Plus or Hulu. Like the movie, no one's excited about it. Just dump it. And it's it's been pushed back for like two years. Just put it on Hulu. Don't do it in theaters. It's going to be a disaster. And the last X-Men movie that is like the main X-Men stuff didn't even do that well. So people know that the Fox studio is not a part of Marvel and that Marvel, the Marvel Disney bought Fox and they know they're relaunching it. So people aren't really interested in it anymore. So just cut your ties. The only one that has a shot of making it through all this is Deadpool, in my opinion, even though I don't think that that one creatively has a good shot at this point. Yeah. But... That one has a shot at maybe making the crossover, but I also feel like Kevin Feige is just going to be like, I'm just going to sideline Deadpool. Like, I could see that. I don't feel like he's concerned about that, Yeah, which is the right move to make. Yeah. Because the first movie makes all the statements that need to be made, and there's no need for that sequel. Um, it's distributed by Summit. Uh, comes out November 20th, 2009, and this movie ups the budget by $13 million, and well, it is now- it's still pretty small. Uh, yeah, fifty million budget. Yeah, for a franchise. Yeah, but again, we don't have a lot of big actors. So true, true. And the so big that, ones, that it's clear that they put a lot of money into special effects. Yeah, and I well, we'll talk about the special effects. Um, so the movie makes two hundred ninety-six million six hundred twenty-three thousand six hundred thirty-four dollars domestically. Worldwide, the movie makes seven hundred nine million eight hundred twenty-seven thousand. $462. And then, here we go. Now we're under the production notes. You tracking with me still? Okay. One day after Twilight was released, uh, Summit announces the sequel. Um, and Roseburg handed in a draft for New Moon the opening weekend of Twilight. So she okay. was gearing up and ready to write this okay. screenplay. Um, and uh, <laughs> Taylor... La- is it Taylor Lautner? He, so there was concern about casting him in the next movie. Yeah. Because according to the books, he becomes like this pretty rough and tumble and like, not not rough and big, tumble, but like big a guy. physically like attractive, like strong muscle guy. And so he gained 30 pounds for the role because he didn't want to lose it. So he did that. It shows maybe a little too much. And the they mo- are catering to a certain audience, though. So. They are. Um, the movie's filmed on film, surprisingly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the director wanted to show the stability of the relationship between um, Edward and Bella as opposed to the craziness of Jacob and Bella. And so a lot of the Edward stuff is filmed on a dolly, and a lot of the 
stuff with Jacob is filmed with a steady cam. Dang, that's cool. That's a pretty cool touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's I like sh- stuff like that. I love that kind of stuff. That's the best. It's shot in Vancouver instead of Portland. So because of that, they had to redo a lot of the sets. So I bet a lot of the budget just went to that. They're they're like redoing and and um, remaking sets, and then that stuff outside of the school. Because I remember you said like, "Oh, that looks weird. But that part. looks like a reshoot." Um, at the beginning, oh, when they when Jacob shows up at the parking lot, it's because it's green screen. It's all green screen stuff because they don't have that location anymore. Ah, uh. yeah. Um, and then the VFX team studied real wolves to get all that stuff and they and like, it shows yeah and speaking of vfx the wolves look pretty darn good surprisingly if aged well yeah i mean they've, i think they've... cg will always look dated by a, like a couple of years after it comes but out but... you would expect this because the last movie with edward jumping and running like it looked mm-hmm. so so terrible like even for that time it looked terrible yeah. But the, and then to see this 10 years later, right? What no, this was a year later after. No, but I'm talking about when did that movie come oh, out? Oh, w- yeah, yes, 10 years um, later, yeah. It still looks pretty good. Um and I think that they got the expression well on the wolves. Yeah, I think to show that they're they're people. Yeah, they did a good job of that cuz that can easily get into um what's it what's that called that ter- that weird territory of CGI when things look off. Well, like the Uncanny Valley. Yes, yeah. yeah. It can get into that territory, but it, it didn't. They they looked pretty good, and you still understood like what the werewolves were trying to And I'd do. say even um, when action scenes were going on, I knew it was happening. There weren't like yeah. a ton of cuts. I mean, it's still, as with most PG-13 movies, like the action usually just kind of is a baseline suck. Well, yeah, but I mean, but, it's I mean, not this like, one wasn't, like cutting back and worse. forth and all you're seeing is fur. It's yeah. like... I could see and understand what was going on in the scene. Yeah. Which even for that, I wouldn't even expect that for this movie. No. Um, so it's cool. So uh, 10 out of 10, a perfect movie. Okay, so are you done? <laughs> I'm done. Okay, so Taylor Lautner is Shark Boy people. Lava Girl and Shark Boy, ring any bells? I feel like that might be the Spy Kids people who did that movie. It is. That's the same. That's Dimension yeah. Studio. What is it called? Dimensions. Okay. Yeah. Um. He's also in... Okay, wait. Let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, he's got a lot of credits. A lot of TV shows at the beginning of his career. Shocking. I know. He's as old as my sister, which is 27. That is... He's a young buck. Yeah. It just means he was a teenager when they made these movies. Um. Okay, sorry. I got to scroll through all of the like... He was on David Letterman. Yeah. Types yeah. Of, <clears throat> things the little guest appearances and whatnot but um okay i'm gonna scroll a lot i'm assuming since he was a shark boy and lava girl i'm wondering oh he's on danny phantom oh yeah you had a crush on danny phantom i was about to say yes uh, that because he was oh he's also he's in the bernie mac show for two episodes he's in scooby-doo for two episodes but yeah so i'm assuming because of shark boy and lava girl he was in some nickelodeon stuff yeah um he's also in cheaper by the dozen two i don't remember that i didn't know they made a, a sequel oh that's right he's in valentine's day he's like the taylor yes. swift love interest yes i did not see that but yes oh of course i saw that he's an abduction so okay abduction two abduction talk real quick is that a series with tracers because the covers look the same 
I don't think so. It's just like a one-off. I remember that being the moment where it, where it was like, okay, Twilight. What what year was Abduction? Did you see it? Uh, no, twenty eleven. Okay. Twenty eleven. So it was like Twilight was wrapping up, or it was Go about 25 to end. Metascore. And I remember the the kind of the buzz around that movie, and the idea was like, okay, this is his like shot at breaking out. Oh. And the movie did really bad, and no one sees Taylor in anything else anymore. I know. And Alfred that was Molina's kind of in that movie. Oh, wow. What a get. Yeah, look at... So this is the cover of Abduction. Okay. Okay. And then this is the cover of Tracers. And what's Tracers? I don't know, but very similar. It covers. is similar. It's 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 also just kind of like that, you know, a lot this of is, covers Wait, wait, okay, like this is the Tracers premise. Okay. Wanted by the Chinese mafia, a New York City bike messenger escapes into the world of parkour after meeting a beautiful stranger. <laughs> it has a better score than abduction. So well, I hope I, I bet mean, the stunts are cool. <laughs> yeah, if they highlight the stunts, sometimes that speaks better than the plot, you know? Yeah. But um, he was in Ridiculous Six. I don't know if you had I'm gotten not there, there yet. yet Pooper. Okay. I didn't know if you were still on And then Taylor. Ridiculous Six. Jeez. I'm done. Is that the only person you're doing today? I mean, who else is there? Uh, Dakota Fanning and the the one guy in the or oh, the, oh yeah, or Let not me... the or what the Michael Volteri. Sheen. Michael Sheen. He's the head of the Volteri. Don't step on any of my movies. I'm about to talk about. Okay, you keep going. Is he related to the Sheens? I don't think so. Okay. Um, okay, so Michael Sheen is in so much stuff. He's a wonderful actor. I, I everyone's gonna hate me for saying it, but he isn't a lot of British stuff. But them's the facts, people. Um, but he's also in that show, Good Omens, which I believe is a Neil Gaiman series or some cre- oh, created by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Pretty cool. Um, it looks good. If anyone watches it, tell me if it's good or not because I'm on the fence about it. I think. But you have David one of your Tennant. cousins said it was really good, and you were like, "Cool, I've been waiting for someone to tell Francis me if it's McDormand's good or not." McDormand's in it. David Tennant's in it. Just watch it. Why John you- Ham's in it. No, I'm watching it. Okay, it's got the ham. Um, he's also in Doolittle, but so is the rest of Hollywood. What's his character name? Please, please tell me what's his character. Doctor Blair M- Moodfly. Doctor Blair Moodfly. It's got the umlau. Oh, he's a bad guy in the movie. I re- like I remember hearing about that. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Okay, I feel like that's kind of his mo. But he's in a certain movie that I need to find. Okay, but he's in. And a lot of stuff that I feel like a lot of people haven't seen. But he's in Admission, Doctor Who for an episode, Midnight in Paris, Tron Legacy, like the new one, or the remake. It's Tron Legacy. Have you the, seen The that first movie? one's called Tron, so. Oh, they made another one? No, the first one is called Tron. That, that movie's Tron Legacy. It's not a remake. It's a continuation. Of the old one? Yeah. Oh. It's a sequel. Did you see it? I've seen Legacy. I haven't seen the original movie. He's that movie, the score is Daft Punk. It's very cool score. <clears throat> yeah, I like that movie. I remember liking it. Yeah, I like uh, it. I feel like the actor is like was in a couple movies within a couple years, and we don't know where he is now. He fell off the place yeah. of the planet. Um, there's a movie he's in. Oh, he's also in Alice in Wonderland. He's the White Rabbit. Okay. Surprised we didn't touch on him, the Tim Burton one. Yeah, I don't like to talk about that movie. He's in Blood Diamond. Okay, he's in a movie 
Oh, he's in Underworld. He has vampire experience. I'm just not going to spend too much time on it. I feel like he's in a movie with Forrest Whitaker about Scot- Scotland or something. The Last King of Scotland. Uh, he might be in the movie, but also not sure about that. Okay, so Dakota Fanning. Let's find her. Ooh, should I do my Dakota Fanning uh, story? If you want. Do you not want me to? I don't really care. Okay, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, while you're looking. Um... So just years ago, I just, maybe it doesn't translate. I don't think it translates. I won't do it. Micah punked me a long time ago. Yeah. I punked her and convinced her that Dakota Fanning got hit by a bus. (laughs) 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 And then she, she was like, are you serious? How did I not hear about this? And then she looked it up and it wasn't true. And it was, it's been a joke. Every time I see Dakota Fanning, I say, did you, she recovered from her bus accident so well. But maybe that's been pretty poor taste. I don't know. Uh, tell us about Dakota Fanning. Yeah. So Dakota Fanning is in War of the Worlds. So she has been in a movie with Sir Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Pretty cool, guys. Pretty dang cool. That'd be our dream. Yeah. If anyone knows Tom, we'd love to have him on the podcast. How come this is so... Her filmography is just, like, impossible to navigate. Well, I got a couple on. Okay, she's okay. in... Malcolm and the... Okay, she's in a ton of TV shows. Shocker. I feel like she's a git. From from movie one, it's like, oh my gosh, great child actress. Put oh, yeah. her in everything. Um, she's in Uptown Girls. Cat in the Hat. That was a big one. She was in yeah. Cat in the Hat. Um, she was... And it looks like a Tim uh, Kim Possible movie, which is cool. And Man on Fire, which was a big one. That was a big one. Uh, that got that's got that got Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's also in Nine Lives. Oh, the Kevin Spacey cat movie. No. Oh. But this has Glenn Close in it. Oh, okay. That looks kind of boring. Um. But I mean, I think her big breakout was War of the Worlds. I think so too. And then, and then I think she followed she followed it up with Lion of in uh, Man on Fire. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, she's also Coraline. Oh yeah. Um, she's in the movie Push, and then we get into Twilight. Wait, Push based on the novel or- Push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I mean, she'll she'll never stop being in things. Yeah, she you was kind of like I feel like though. With with War of the Worlds and um, uh, Man on Fire, she it was like Dakota Fanning is the next big thing, and I think she's definitely simmered a little bit. And I'm waiting for her to do something else she's where people are like, down. like, let's give her an Oscar now. You I know? wonder. Okay, here I have a interesting thing that I'm thinking about. First of all, though, she's also in the show The Alienist that looked pretty good. That's on TNT okay. with Dan- Danny Brule. Oh yeah, that um, did look cool. Uh, and then she's in Ocean's Eight also once upon a time yes but i'm curious what because her sister l fanning yeah is arguably right now a little bit bigger arguably. i think so i think she is because yeah. of i i think that i mean all similar for all similar reasons so i'm curious if there's like some type of like strategy behind that mm-hmm in terms of like, because because they're they're now at the age because I know Elle Fanning's younger. I don't know how old she is, but uh, they're now at an age where they could play the same age in a movie, which yeah. basically makes them competitors. Yeah. So I'm curious if how how they strategize going after roles. Oh, that would not be not to say that they're both out. just trying to be in every movie because they're not. Yeah, but 
It's really interesting to think about that. Yeah. Well, and and something about Dakota, you know, as as is with a lot of child actors, they I feel like at some point they have to overcome like their cuteness that they had. Absolutely, and most of them don't make it. That's why the Stranger yeah. Things and the It Kids. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see who can retain, and especially uh, Asa Butterfield. Yeah, being he's a good in example. Sex Education. Of... I, I don't. I have not seen the show. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about the show. But like seeing a kid now in a show like that, it's uh-huh. like, oh, Asa. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, because you you it's hard to overcome that. And I think Dakota, I don't know, maybe I'm just wrong about this. I could yeah. totally be wrong, but I've never felt like she's really carried that baggage, even though no. she was such a cute child actor. No. Like when I saw her in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I wasn't like, oh, that cute child actor. Like what? And maybe it's because we kind of grew up with her, so it's I think different. So. I think that's but, part of it. And I wonder too, also she grew up, because she grew up at the same time as us, like we didn't technically grow up with social media. Yeah. Like social media didn't really become a thing for us until we were like 14. Yeah. So before that, it wasn't like we weren't, she wasn't on our radar all the time because we mm-hmm. weren't following her. But now it's like the stranger things kids like Finn Wolfhard. People are like watching his every move now. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, it makes it even riskier yeah. for, for their careers. Um, even if he, like he continues to be in things and does well monetarily, doesn't mean that people will necessarily like him anymore. Yeah. It's, I, to me, it's always super interesting whenever a child actor, uh, is in a role that has to do with sexual content. Oh yeah. That's the like really That's a big test of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So like when it, cause it's just, I, unfortunately it's like, it's inevitable for like, people in movies yeah. and roles they choose, um, whether or not they're participating or not, if yeah. the movie's super mature or not. But like, because they come from kids stuff, technically that's the interesting part about it. But I think of people like, um, like Jacob Tremblay, Jacob Tremblay, it's going to be super weird, but we just watched the mountain with Ty Sheridan yeah, and there's sexual content in it. And I didn't feel he wasn't ruined for me. I forgot. Actually, he's, he, I forgot that he was a he was a child actor. Yeah, I actually forgot that because he's in mud. He's in mud. That was his breakout, yeah. as well as other things. I think it's, because with him, since I've been following him and watching his movies as they come out, I'm pretty much like there he is again. And totally. I, I just I love Ty Sheridan. So if he's in something, except for the X Men movies, I'm usually interested in seeing it. And I would say he he's kind of successfully in a in a good way stayed away from mainstream stuff. He's like, it seems yeah. like he actively chooses the, the, a little bit under the radar, but still has a huge following type of thing. Along with his mainstream. Cause he has been in the X-Men movies. Oh, I forget he's in the X-Men movies, but and, that's like the only thing I, and ready player one. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. But then I think of the kid. Okay. So that kid, Ty Sheridan, and then the Percy Jackson kid, and then oh, the, yeah. the kid, kid who's name? in prisoners, that, the, the son in prisoners, those three, not only do they all look alike and not, they don't really yeah. look alike, but. They kind of do if you know if you follow. Yeah, me. yeah. Like I think especially Percy Jackson and the Prisoners kid. Yeah. they look a lot. I, L- Logan, I bet Logan Lehrman. Logan Lehrman. Yeah, is and that then, Prisoners or is that? No, no, no. That's the other. kid. That's Percy Jackson. Yeah, I don't know the okay. other kid's name. I'll look him up while you're talking. I I, can, I am sure that if we sat down with one of them, he would have stories about showing up for an audition and like almost every audition they have been to, those other two actors are there. I'm sure because they all fit the type like perfectly. And what's interesting about Logan Lerman 
as he was in the Percy Jackson series, uh-huh. famously terrible series. Yeah. Still though, like big deal for him. And I think he was in another, I think wasn't Percy Jackson directed by Chris Columbus, the Harry I, Potter guy. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. But, We're um, going on some tangents. No, but, that. anyway, but like that kid. So even though that franchise did terrible, he was still in it. You know, it's yeah. something. And then I think he was in another, I don't think he was in the vampire assistant. I think that was a different actor, but he was in something else kind of like that. So he, I feel like got the mainstream. Which one are you talking about now? Uh, the Logan Learman okay. kid. I feel like he's a little bit more mainstream. He's now in that show with Al Pacino on Amazon too, oh, which is a pretty big, that looks like, to a me cool is show. a big deal for him to be on if that show. If anyone's watched that, let us know if that's good. Yeah, it I'd looks like to interesting. Know. And then the other kid from prisoners yeah he's in the third he's 13 reasons why kid yeah. and his name is dylan uh my neat my net dylan my net he's right next to paul dano your favorite actor what movie is this this is prisoners oh yeah paul dano <laughs> <laughs> um you forget because he's so transformative uh, yeah no i always think paul dano um, i always think jake gyllenhaal Hugh we Jackman, have not paul gone dano. on a paul dano rant yet no he hasn't been in a franchise movie i don't think like ever We'll save it. I, I could talk forever. Yes, keep about going. Though. I am, I'm, I'm okay, listening. but that kid, so he's the 13 <laughs> reasons why, but he's also been in some horror movies. Like he's in Let Me In. Prisoners is not horror, but it is horrific. Like yep. he, he's yep. in like really heavy movies. And now he's in 13 reasons why. And, it, and so it's like, I feel like they have all, because they've got to be like 20 now or something, uh-huh. probably, probably older than that. I think they have all successfully integrated into adult things yeah but it's it's just so fascinating to see what the stranger things kids will do because i guess I none of those three guys have been in something that successful that young yeah you know? uh the thing the thing about um the strange what's interesting about where we're at with like we have so much like media we can consume is i think about the stranger things kids and you go oh man i hope that they can like make it and like be good actors and stuff but if like two or three of them like just suck if they just wait five years and just release a podcast on stitcher premium that's like us reflecting on stranger things or like do watch alongs and stuff they could they would be fine there's so many things like if you have those big things with with our consumption of media now yeah you could like coast off that probably forever oh yeah um because they, they could be like we're doing a youtube channel yeah you know all that stuff um who do you think will not make it um i think what are what are the what are the kids name is so you have i know i know finn wolfhard i know l who is I billy think, billy i think millie L's, bobby brown Mil- millie bobby brown i think she's got it yeah i think she's although got it she too. hasn't had a movie that's broken through yeah. um do you need to take that uh, no okay i think she's got it i personally think i think that finn wolfhard is not gonna get make I, it through. he he is who i'm most interested in i the, i like the day he gets a haircut yeah is going to make or break his career you know what yeah. i mean oh like yeah because he's, yeah. he's always <laughs> yeah. even in that that new movie the turning uh-huh. same haircut same kid what's going to happen when he cuts his hair because at one point his agent publicist parents whoever they're gonna be like it's time to cut the hair yeah it's time for the next phase of your career I I personally think that he he is gonna have like a Haley Joel Osment type of career if he continues to act. If that's true, he's gonna end up being pretty cool. Yeah, and I love him. <laughs> I'm not dissing on. Yeah, Haley no, Joel I, I know what you're talking about when you say. But him. but I think like 
like he'll kind of drop off for a while he'll yeah. have a uh, once he gets a little older he'll be in his band or whatever yeah and then he's gonna like be in some side roles and maybe those aren't gonna do so well either and then he'll just pop up on like sitcoms and do like five episode runs where you're like oh yeah oh this guy can act he is good i wish he was in more stuff um and then i keep on getting fascinating i, I keep on swapping all the kids from it and the strange and oh, stranger things um but who i th- i hope that the dustin no way no, he's no, not if anything he'll be typecasted and yeah. i think that i i hope for him that he will be he will be able to enjoy it because i think he will yeah. just be typecasted for the rest of his career he strikes yeah. me as like okay in in five years he's gonna have like a jack black style youtube I channel so where he's just like reviewing video games yeah. <laughs> and i think too with like like finn wolfhard i think he's he he seems to be aging physically faster than everyone like yeah. like going through a uh, growth spurt yeah so i but dustin seems to be the most childlike still so i'm really i don't i don't think we know what he looks like yet and yeah. i th- like i know this is all petty the things we're talking about no this but is it, fun it, it, like, this will be a fun something. time capsule like yeah we'll be i'm gonna put this in the description so forever like what did we say about them <laughs> yeah. and then as far as um will no Oh, Will's just not a good actor, so... <laughs> no, he's not gonna... He's not great. And then what's the other kid's name? I can't remember his name. The black kid? Yeah. I don't remember his name. I think he's good. I think he's good, I think too. he's got a shot. I think, too, he's also... Um, we don't know what he looks like yet. Like, we don't know... Because that, that's... The, uh, un, like, I already said, it's, oral, it's petty that to look at it that way. But when you're talking about the world of actors, that matters. Yeah. To a large degree. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, when he grows up, uh-huh. how, how that can affect what roles he chooses. Because I think he has a shot. Yeah. I think he's good. Because he, he's be cool got if some he emotionally did, compelling stuff in the show. It'd be cool if he did, like, a Robert Pattinson-type career where he just started doing indie stuff. I would love I, that. I know that Finn is kind of trying to do that, but he's still sticking in the horror. Yeah. You know? I think that Max sucks, so she shouldn't. I don't think she's. I don't think she's gonna make it. Uh, she's just not a very, very good actress to me either. They use her so much better in the third season, though. That's true. The, she, the, well, the she second season, to do. the second season, it was like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. It's like, please get through this season so that yeah. she can have something to do in the next season. Yeah. Um. What do you think about Will's sister? No, not not Will's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, Finn, yeah. Finn's sister, right? Um. I no. 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 She's she strikes me. She has a Gilmore Girls vibe. So I could see her being in chick flicks. I think she will probably be a good like TV actress. I think so too. Which is not a dig as well. No. Um, Slash chick flicks. I think that falls into a similar category. But Will's brother. Well, he can't. So. Yeah, he got he he got got, exiled from America. Yeah, I wonder if that's a forever thing. Huh? Is that a forever thing? They can't do that, that right? Because isn't Justin Bieber like exiled from America? I don't know. I think we were all requesting that. And then I think, and then that's when he said he was, or that's when he came out as Christian. And, and then, then he retired. I think. Came out as Christian is a really weird way to say yeah. that. But, uh. Yeah. No, that guy, um, I, what, what's funny is one reason why I really want to see the Mutants movie is because I want to see what he li- what he's like. Because yeah. he has a Dane DeHaan vibe to me. Um, oh, And I he feel does. like there's only room for one Dane DeHaan. <laughs> so, um, and he's not enough. He Like, he looks a little bit like Leonardo DiCaprio, but he's not. No. So, no. you ha- that's a strike against him, too. Well, and, and, you know, Jordan and I have some funny little things. Like, Jordan says about Michael Keaton. He, yeah. If a... Gl- 
what is it? If he jumps into a a pool, what is it? He that he looks like a raisin. That's, yeah, I that's guess. your thing. And then like if he jumped into a pool, all of his skin would clear up. No, I think it, that he would absorb all the water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my thing on the guy from Stranger Things is that he's the upside down Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's right. That made me laugh so hard when we were watching that show. Yeah. Oh, man. When is that? When is the next season supposed to come out? Have they announced it? I think it comes out next year. They should do it early for everyone. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know if they finished still filming it, editing it or And something. that gives us a chance to watch the show again. That's true. Um. Okay, were there any more kids we were talking about? Dakota Fanning really made us go on. Well, a I tangent. mean, we were talking about Jacob Tremblay at one point. Jacob and Tremblay. The kid from Fort- Let's just keep the kid talk going, and okay. then we'll get back into Twilight. Okay, so here's my thing about Jacob Tremblay. Wonderful, one of the best child actors currently working. Yeah. Um, I am nervous about his future career, though, and here's why. So I saw Room, and he he acts in certain ways where I don't understand how a child can like act that without have gone gone through it. I just don't understand. Wonderful performance. And then there was something else we watched him in and he was really good. Or I watched him in and he was really good again. Uh, Wonder. He's amazing. Oh, he was in Wonder and he was so... Same thing. It's just like... he's. It's like he's... Oh, this is my theory. (laughs) This is my theory on Jacob Tremblay. Um, He is uh, reincarnated from one of the wisest, oldest men in history. (laughs) And he's been reincarnated, and now he's just a boy, but he has kept all his memories (laughs) and experiences. So um, I think I kind of like to give you a hard time about Tremblay because you're obsessed with him. And he's just so good. But he was not great in the Twilight Zone episode he was in. I'm getting there. Micah. Oh, okay. Because apparently he's in one of the worst movies ever made, Book of Henry. And I've not seen it and yeah. I refuse to see it. Not interested. Um, and then he was in that Twilight Zone episode that was terrible. Yeah. And then where Mike and I are watching Doctor Sleep and there's a kid that gets murdered on screen, and it's not only is it Jacob Tremblay, it is uncredited Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. So at this point in his career, he's pretty famous. Like he is the J- Haley Joel Osment of right yeah. now. And the audacity to do it uncredited of Jacob Tremblay getting murdered is it's like weird. so odd. Makes I, no yeah. sense because the kid is famous enough that when he's in a movie, you know to pay attention to him because and, and he's going to affect the story. Just so you know, it was it was uncredited in that it was a credited performance. It just wasn't like build. It was like not it build. Was not on the they posters, did not advertise not the trailers. Trim. But it was a credited performance. But, it, it, but what I but, what I yeah. mean by it is it was a it's supposed to be a surprise. Yeah, because the kid is so famous that it's, it's treated like a cameo. It it's very odd. Yeah, and for him to just get brutal, brutally murdered. Yeah, and we like see him get murdered. Yeah, not I didn't like it. It was weird. And it, it was, was also weird. just like, oh, and I know it's not all his choice or whatever. He's still very young, but it's like this kid has a chip on his shoulder. I got an issue with this kid. <laughs> That's where I'm at currently with him. I will say this though, because we've been I've been thinking about Jacob Tremblay a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I if you if you take a step back and compare it to someone else's career, I think he's got a trajectory of a Christian Bale. Oh, I would be into that. Empire of the Sun being his yes. room, you know, and he's in some other like, Ooh, that's interesting. Some little women type stuff. You know, he, he just needs to whip out something like that now. You and mean then, like a Timothy Chalamet playing Lori? No, uh, Trish and Bale's in little women. Okay. I just, am, no, I, yeah. I just didn't mean like there's Empire of the Sun comparison. And then, um, Oh, when he gets older. 
Yeah, yeah, like if he did something a little lighthearted like that. And he, he did the this R-rated studio comedy thing. What and movie? it did okay, Good Boys. That was oh. about the like eighth graders that are like trying to go to a party. Yeah. And it did okay. Yeah. Like people went and saw it and thought it was funny. I mean, crit- that movie existed. critics were a little lukewarm on it, but yeah. um yeah, I could see him pulling like a bail where like eventually he gets his his Oscar noms every once in a while when he's in a role it's like yeah it's bail he's probably gonna get nominated that's what happens hmm. i just hope he becomes more selective yeah like bail yeah because bail's pretty selective yeah later on and then final kid talk the kid from ford vs ferrari and honey boy oh yeah that kid and but Wonder. i also thought of the kid from it bill isn't not his name's not bill bill will. from it will from it maybe that's not his name the stutter the kid with the stutter Oh, oh, that kid's kind of bad in those movies. Really? Yeah. But he's in Knives Out. And he was in something oh, yeah. else that was, he was... I shouldn't say oh, he's also in Book of Henry. I shouldn't say he's bad. He's not bad. I don't think we... It's not a good stutter. I don't... Okay, well, whatever. The stutter's I'm, very bad. I think he does good in the movie. I In Knives Out, I don't think he... Because the cast is so big, there's not really a chance no. for him. And I think he does well for with what he has. I don't think we've seen his potential yet. No, and okay. I don't think we will. Now, interesting. Okay, now go to the Honey Boy Kid. Honey Boy Kid is... Also wonder. He's, he yeah, he's my Jacob Tremblay. He is like, he's the next like Caprio. He's got it. It's in the bag for him. He's going to be riding high. He's Also does fine. acting in Honey Boy that I'm like, how have you not experienced this? Yeah, how have you not been abused by your father? For being in show business. Yeah, which maybe he is. I don't know. I hope I not. Hope I really not. hope not. Yeah. Um, he's got it though. He has the it factor. Yeah, I agree. And I, th- I do think Jacob Tremblay does as well. Yeah, he does. They're I kinda- just hope that he gets this chip off his shoulder. <laughs> I, I think that both of those guys though are like the, the Stranger Things kids are awesome, but, but Jacob Tremblay and the kid, that kid are in a whole other league. They're like movie actors and like doing awesome. And the Stranger Things kids are good. They're really good. But they're not like the other kids are like amazing when I see them. You know who I hope is in stuff regularly at this after this is the Jojo Rabbit kid. Oh yeah, please, he's good. Please be okay. <laughs> more stuff. I think it's been probably a good twenty five minutes okay. of kid talk. <laughs> I don't think I have anyone else to go through. Let's jump into the Twilight Saga: New Moon. Um, so. The movie begins with a dream sequence, and I had a feeling where I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> am I going to love this movie? <laughs> <laughs> because it starts off, and she's like, um, she's going through, she sees Edward, and- She's running through the people with the red uh, cloaks. Oh, that's kind of cool. I forgot about that. And yeah, then, it's just um, a foreshadowing. Yeah. The and- last movie had a, lo- a similar thing. Oh, okay. But um, and more in, in the the last movie, it started with her narrating about dying, and the movie yes, ended with yeah. her narrating about dying. A little bit different, yeah. but yeah. Um, and then she basically she sees herself in this mirror as an old woman, and Edward is not old. Yes, and so she's kind of reckoning with, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna get old and die, and yep. he's gonna look the same. What is that gonna be like? And yeah, and I'm thinking that's a pretty good, that's a fun vampire idea to yes. play with for yes. sure, especially in a romance series. Yeah, and like I said in the previous, I am not trying to dislike these movies. Right, 
every time we cover a movie, I go into it, except for Fantastic Four for our Halloween special. I go into it with like, okay, let's see if this, even if I didn't like it at first, let's see if this time I like it. This is what, this is a, a thing that I have though about this type of storyline. So she's in love with a vampire. The vampire is conflict, like does not want to turn her into a vampire because he views it as he is taking away her soul and damning her to hell. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't understand what I go through uh-huh. because you're, you, you're not a vampire and I don't want you to, because it's, it, it's eternal life of this. Yeah. And then, you know, she's like, yeah, that's what I want with mm-hmm. you. Eternal life. And it, it's a, it's like, what is the word? It's you can't, there's no way around it. There's no way around the storyline. It's the obvious one to do, but it's obvious that she needs to be a vampire and that they will be happy together. It is like so clear, especially in the last movie when he keeps talking about how he can't live without her. Like he's just saying (laughs) all these things to her. And it's like, if you really believe that and you're being pretty manipulative and selfish about it, just turn her into a vampire already. Yeah. If you're going to be that that over the top. So it is like the throughout this movie with, it's just kind of like this all could have been avoided if you had turned her into a vampire with that being said i understand that this type of storyline is unavoidable yeah and so it progresses and it's kind of funny because it's her birthday yeah at the beginning and And now she's quote-unquote older than edward because now she's 18 and he's still 17 yeah and and it's just funny because she's just reacting so intensely to everyone saying like happy birthday and she's like shut up yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you know i mean even if you are struggling with like going getting old you're not thinking about that when you're 18 yeah you know what i mean you're really excited to be 18 yeah um and she gets one of probably the quintessential teenage gift that when i was a teenager what i wanted a digital camera they yeah. that is like <laughs> they From, they had to oh, have, her dad yeah they had to have Googled, like looked up and researched probably what in is the book Jordan no but I'm saying someone had probably had to research what is the number one thing teenagers want right now <laughs> and it had to have been digital cameras I, I make sense whatever but I'm just like that I resonate with that so strongly <laughs> that's what I wanted so bad when I was yeah. a teenager and so then she goes to school and we see Jacob he sells the long hair. Still looks kind of goofy. Yeah. And he gets her a gift. I think a it's dream a, catcher. a dream catcher. And, and uh, you know, he's like, you can stop all your bad dreams. And she's like, oh, wow. That's kind of perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then she sees Edward and he goes, oh, man, you didn't let me get you a gift. And she's like, I don't need a gift from you. I just love you. Whatever. Or she, no, she said something like, I would have nothing to give back. And Which, it's like, it's your birthday. You're not supposed <laughs> to give people gifts. Also, Edward... When a girl says she doesn't want a gift, you're listening to Hello. that? Hello. Okay, you clearly are a 17-year-old. Jeez. <laughs> um, That's where you put the drums right there. Um, he looks much better this movie. His yeah. hair is less stupid. Mm-hmm. I feel like the makeup's even a tiny bit better. Yeah. In this movie. She looks better too. Overall though, because the move the cinema it's a, it's a different cinematographer? Yeah. It looks exponentially better it than does look movie. a lot it better. looks so good and we have a better score yes. although i will say the score is not highlighted as much as i would hope from an uh display score but because it, yeah. it's so crowded with all these pop songs that are but playing. it is a mainstream young adult story yeah so but there's a couple moments that are cool and there's one moment where she's in a forest i think she's like laying down 
or she like got attacked or something. I don't remember. And um, there's a moment where I'm like, ooh, like one change of notes, and that's the Little Women score. Oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, so let's just fast track to she's at the Colons' house to spend yeah. her birthday with them, and they they get her a dress. She brought her uh, digital camera, takes a picture of her and Edward, which is against vampire rules, but we're not going to dwell too much on that. Yeah. Um, and then they she, don't show up in pictures, right? They don't show up in pictures or mirrors. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it, then you know what would have been a quick workaround with that would be if if she no that would have been more confusing never mind so um she yeah okay so she gets a paper cut jasper freaks out she gets thrown against the wall gets a huge cut on her arm there's blood everywhere (laughs) and all of them are like everywhere (laughs) 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 and so that was the point where edward's like we i can't do this anymore because my own family's gonna kill her yeah because they can't like we can't control ourselves let me just turn her into a vampire. Yeah. But we do have two hours, two more hours to get through. Um, so yeah, Carlo fixes her. They share a moment, uh, whatever. And then it's pretty soon after that. It's like the next day, next week, whatever. Um, she hasn't seen Edward for a little bit, I think. And then he shows up and they go on a walk in the forest and he tells her he doesn't want her anymore and they're moving and she's not coming with them. They're moving because dead to me. They, they, the town is starting to notice that, uh, Carlisle is not getting older. Yeah, he's supposed to be like 10 years older than he actually is. Um, I think that this part is really good. Um, Their conversation is horrible. No, no, not so much the conversation. Are you talking the window shot? No, not there yet. Because that shot's the best shot in the movie. It is, but before that, there's another equally really good shot. So he tells her, you're dead to me, pretty much. And then he runs away. And she, in her shock and doesn't know what to do tries running after him obviously we know that she's not going to find him but she is so shocked and she's running through the forest gets deeper and deeper into the forest and she falls on the ground and just curls up in a ball and i love how the camera is rotating above oh, her. oh yeah that was cool it is such a good shot and i feel like at that part the music really that's was, the little that's, that's the shot I was was. Talking about. Yeah, yeah it was really it worked so well with how it looked yeah then I feel like almost directly after that is the window shot where it was a montage of, of the seasons changing and it was the camera just rotating around her. She's sitting staring out a window and months passing by. One of the best time passages things. Really in cool. A, like in a lot of movies. Yeah. Really good. Do you think that um, it was edited like in a way like do you think she was because you know the camera rotates around her several times. Yeah. Do you think she is actually sitting in the chair the whole time? I think um, I should. I, I I saw something about it on Wikipedia before I watched the movie, so I kind of skipped it because oh. I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. But I'm sure that has something to do with, um, like, running the shot with her in it, running her without it, running her with a green screen, and uh, probably okay. probably shooting it like four to five times yeah. uh, or three to five times, and then. But it didn't. It, it looks like she doesn't ever move. She like blinks. That like that like conveys that it's not frozen. But yeah, so I yeah. think there's something to do with like comping takes, and maybe she's just sitting there, and maybe you know I don't know exactly how they did it, but I'm sure it's that's not one take we're seeing. No, you know? no, no, no. And, but it, and then I they didn't probably so. have like a lighting rig that's like changing the seasons as well as yeah. it goes around. Yeah, and I'm sure that the window is green screen. 
Yeah. I don't know how else that you'd do it. That looks so good out there. Um, the font was even a good font. <laughs> I think it, it was really Sutura. was. <laughs> and the, um, the music was cool, too. The yeah. score. Like, it, it felt depressing. It did. It, it really, really captured did. that mood. Especially conveying they live in the the one place in america that gets the most rainfall in a year like yeah. it, it's and, and glo- gloomy another thing that i will give the movie uh, well the story is that my understanding of this movie is edward leaves and then she starts hooking up with jacob well not hooking up they're not hooking up or they're becoming they're becoming close okay okay <laughs> hooking, hooking up is the wrong term it has isn't a bad it? connotation <laughs> that's not what i meant like dating that was my I understanding. Say they're dating. No, before I went into the movie, oh, okay. that was my understanding. Okay. And then, um, and I was kind of like going to the movie. I'm like, okay, he's breaking up with her right now, and she's just gonna go right to Jacob. That's dumb. And this this oh. takes care of that because it's like, okay, yeah. it's been like four months or whatever. Yeah. I get I it. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And and meanwhile, during this time, she starts emailing Alice, and it's kind of like a diary. <laughs> this is stupid. Um, <laughs> this it is, is so dumb. but I understand because they need to tell the story somehow yeah and so it's like they need to show because it's, it's a hard writing thing when someone is alone like self-imposed isolation on themselves through depression but they need to like we need to see how she's processing it easy fix though what because voiceover is very selectively does it work well yeah i think she just tries calling and she keeps getting voicemail or but, like here's what she does she calls and it gets a voicemail, calls again, voicemail, and then she calls a third time, and then it's like this number has been disconnected. Okay, but I think we, I think because of the nature, the genre of this, we need to know exactly how she's feeling, and that's it what works she, for me. Okay, you're a boy, I'm a girl, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do think I, I like that it's like a diary, yeah, to Alice. Um, I, I don't. I think it's, ugh, it's brother. too much. It's too much this cheese on an already cheesy sandwich. Okay. It has to be cheesy at this point. So, yeah, but it's like it's like those pizzas that have the um, cheese crust where you're like, oh, this is cool. And then you do it and you're like, okay, this is too much. Okay, this okay. is too much. Okay, so then <laughs> it gets to the point where her dad's like, you got to knock it off. Buck up, kid. And yeah. she's like, I'm going to a movie with my friend. It's going to be <laughs> fine. And so her and Anna Kendrick go to a movie. And it's also been represented that she has been hanging out with no one during this time. Yeah. So even her friend is like, really cool that we went and hung out like you know i'm going through a lot too right now but she's just not listening to her yeah um and then they are about to cross the street and bella sees uh yeah this is crazy like a ghost of edward like because she sees motorcycles and he's like (laughs) don't go over there (laughs) and it's like ew (laughs) it's like a bad force ghost it's very bad wouldn't you think it would have worked if it was just his voice in her head or if he was just like not see-through no, that. Oh no, I think that that could be cool. Like, like, I think like she looks it. and then she looks again and he's not there. I think you could do it. But the see-through stuff and then the way it kind of like it's like the you hear like the chime sound like the inst- pretty, yeah pretty much and it's like no <laughs> like he, okay. yeah he should totally should have been there totally been there yeah but yeah but then they cut back and he's not there yeah that or it call. could have been a floating head just for fun this is basically a floating <laughs> head like a cheshire cat floating head yeah okay so she gets on the motorcycle with fun fact people the guy from the office in the episode where they do the commercial and at the end of the commercial jim says to the to this guy the uh, animation all her pointing to pam and the guy says oh really so you like motorcycles and in this movie he's still a motorcyclist <laughs> That's pretty weird. pretty funny um and this makes no sense to me. Like, like it, it's as far as like her doing it, 
and she just like hops on a motorcycle with a grown man man grown ass man i knew yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they drive away and then edward's like appearing to her as he's driving it's like you're being reckless you promised me you wouldn't be reckless oh that's right because when he told her (laughs) that he's not gonna see her anymore he's like just promise me one thing you won't do anything reckless and to put yourself in danger yeah and it's like so she becomes a thrill seeker yeah and and she's just saying like she gets she she stops the motorcycle guy and then she gets back with her friend and then she just says like what a rush yeah weird and she said it's very there are some undertones there yeah and some overtones for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's too much yeah um and so then she's like you know what i'm gonna get these junk motorcycles and bring them bring them to jacob's house and we're gonna we're gonna fix them up and at this point he has a haircut no not yet okay so when she shows up she's like hey what would you say if um i said that i wanted to you to help me with these motorcycles and He'd be like, I'd say it's pretty stupid. And she goes, oh, man, uh, man, that sucks. And he's like, but I didn't say I wouldn't do it. And then she goes, seems kind of reckless, right? And he's like, pretty reckless. <clears throat> and it's like, it's not reckless to safely build, rebuild. <laughs> like, Dirt bikes? It's just, it's maybe not like investment sound. But if if you, like, we have a neighbor who's rebuilding this junky car if he's just doing that for fun, that's not, you couldn't even confuse that with recklessness. That's like a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird. So we, they, they start develop. I mean, they were already friends, but they start developing deeper feelings for each other. Um, Jacob obviously likes her guys, obviously. Um, and it's revealed that at one point they're taking the dirt bikes out to take them on their first drive. And they see these guys jumping off a cliff and Bella pulls over to the side <laughs> yeah. of the road and the cliff's still like, several miles away to be like we gotta stop them okay then keep driving yeah don't stop like they're like a good half mile at least like if you didn't have to drive around the curve yeah like just to see them they're a good half but mile away pretty much it's these these guys who live on the reservation with jacob and jacob's like oh they're all followers of sam and it's so weird it's like a cult it's just so weird and she looks at him and like i don't trust him because my friend doesn't then they go ride motorcycles she's really reckless um floating edwards there again and then she cuts her head pretty bad yeah oh oh now, and one of the worst ab reveals ever yeah. <laughs> it is the one of the most obvious fan service gross things so she cuts her head really bad and he's he's crouched down and he stands up and lifts his shirt off he does the cross arm he does thing. the cross arm lifts shirts his shirt off and it's just like oh gross that's just uh, no yeah. and it sucks because it's like there are so many people that are so into this right now do so listener and i'm i'm being very serious about this i really would like to know um unless this is weird you tell me if this is weird please go to our itunes comment five stars and just tell us whether you take off your shirt crossed arm or not because i am that's weird i I feel like people do i only see that in movies i never take off my shirt crossed arm i always grab the neck and pull it over my no no i take off my arm take out my arms and then i take it out of the neck i don't do the cross arm thing because then your shirt's inside out yeah just maybe people do that when the shirt's dirty and they're gonna throw it in the dirty clothes well that would make sense but could people i mean seriously could you please comment (laughs) on our itunes give us five stars we still only have 11 reviews i really would like to get to 20 i would by the end of the twilight series i want to have 20 so that's all i'm asking you nine of you to say crossed or not crossed that's all you have to write you don't have to even write about the show just give us five stars on itunes thank you um but 
I really want to know that. Okay. <laughs> um, so what so happens after that? What What I want to talk about is kind of sidetrack. We can get a little out of chronology here. Um, we have the werewolves, okay? And they're not revealed for a while. And I will say I like the general idea of bringing werewolves into this universe. I'm like, that's cool. That's natural. That makes sense. That's kind of fun. Maybe she likes a werewolf. That's also kind of fun. I don't think it's pulled off super well. And I think the werewolf world is not, well, much like the vampire world, there's just not enough. They don't give us enough to be like, oh, that's their thing. They just kind of like, Jacob disappears from the movie for a very long time. We don't see the transformation or anything. Well, and we, it's not really defined where he was. It's not, you know, it's like, the I only, mean, they, they say like he turned into a werewolf. Like, okay. like it's in his genetic makeup. But we, And we also never really learn like why he was so confused about the jumpers and like didn't like them. And, you know, you can assume it's because they're werewolves, but it doesn't, it doesn't really add up. Like, yeah. everything in the werewolf camp doesn't... I can't quite make heads or tails of it. And, like, that scene where they fight around Bella, and the animation looks really nice, um, like, then she just goes to their house as she almost was killed. And they're like, hey, what's up? We were just playing around. And he had to jump out and save her. Um, I think Jacob, they're genuinely asking you to believe that because she knows vampires she's not phased by this i think they're genuinely asking that from you but i i also don't even understand because she was about to die and in the next scene they're they are saying like oh yeah we're fine we just got heated yeah they it get just, mad they become hulk i don't even i have i don't get it at all yeah. and then like you see the wife and she's got this scarred face and she's just like hey i'm not a huge fan that only guys can be werewolves yeah, that's I think that's cool. dumb, and I think it's a weird male dominance thing. And I know that with <laughs> this Rogue, whole series, we could have t- no, subtitled it "Male Dominance." The <laughs> seriously, series. because this, I know, and I know, and I don't really, I don't really want to get into it. But I, and this is young adult, but it still is romance. Like there is a type of romance where that is genuinely what people want, what women want. Yeah, is male dominance. So it is playing to an audience yeah i think it sends a bad message or it, sen- it, it sends weird messages to younger girls yeah and i don't even think people think about it but it's all the subliminal it's all the su- the stuff yeah. that you don't know i i'm totally not on the same you. page um so okay so now i have another thing to present we kind of talked about the werewolves but before all of that they go to the theater and she goes on this double date with jacob well well she's oh, with him, two guys him and mike but at the theater, this, folks, is my key to the Twilight universe. Now, do I think that Twilight 1 is a bad movie? Yes. Do I think Twilight 2 is a bad movie? Absolutely. Are these movies I'm going to want to revisit? No, 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 no. But there's this great video by Patrick Willems about movies in movies where he talks about how a lot of times in movies, the movies that the characters go to see or are watching can tell us more about their world and how that world functions. And so uh, one of the examples he used was, um, oh, it's a Coen Brothers movie where the Francis McDormand love. goes to the um, to the movies yeah, with a guy. And yeah. um, do you know which movie that, that is? Fargo? No, I don't no, think it's Fargo. It's, it's one of their newer movies. Um, oh, with George Clooney and Burn After Reading. Burn after reading. So she goes with um, George Clooney. George Clooney, and they see this movie, 
and they're like laughing it up and you can tell it's like a very stupid movie that's right that's right and it kind of like shows that this is a world where it's a little bit heightened and then later she goes with another guy and they're like that guy's not laughing the whole movie and it, it shows a lot about their character i don't remember exactly everything he said and it's been a while since i've seen the movie so i can't really speak to the specifics would highly encourage you to watch it i'll have to make a link i'm gonna make a note uh to to put the link in uh, our iTunes, Patrick Willems video, so you can just click on it on when you're on the episode. How cool is that? Um, but okay, go back. All to of that movie. to say, in this movie there is a movie called Love, spelled backward is love. Backwards is love. That's one of the movies that they were gonna maybe see, and then they wind up seeing a movie called Face Punch, and in Face Punch you can hear the dialogue in the movie. And the dialogue in the movie is very funny. It's the kind of thing where a guy's like, Cheesy, I, yeah. I told you to put that gun away or I was going to blow you away. No, I was going to blow you away. And it's very over the top. And it's clearly the filmmakers just having fun. Yeah. But I think that this is the key to the universe because what this tells us about the characters is their universe is so heightened that when they go to see an intense action movie... It's even crazier than the intense action movies that we see. So my argument is that the insane emotions and how uh, um, transparent everything is in the series actually makes sense when you take into account that they are consuming that type of media. A la, when you watch Kill Bill, you just know that it's really gory and stuff. When you watch this, you know the emotions are all on the table and it's way over the top. And that is the key to the universe. And so, in a way, I will argue, the world does make sense. That's my big key. I hope I hope at least a couple of you were like, that's kind of interesting. All of the listeners <laughs> are silently, but uh, respectfully nodding their heads right now in understanding. <laughs> yeah. So, let's just jump back into the plot. By the way, I, I agree with all that. Very interesting. Yeah. We've, we already talked about it. Then old, old there's, news. Uh, and I kind of want to get to the end of this. Uh, <laughs> okay, so she they do the dirt bike thing, and then they do go to the movie, like you said, with her and Mike and uh, Jacob, and then she doesn't see Jacob for a long time, and she gets she freaks out, understandably, because she was just abandoned by the man that she loves. Yeah, uh, let's just because we no, talked about the werewolves already. Unless well, you have okay, yeah. So then particular. the whole reason why he's been gone is because he's a werewolf, and when she does find him, he's like, "I'm not good." It's just such the the cheesiest, most boring of like i'm not good and i said it would never hurt you and i'm not going to hurt you so don't come around me anymore and it's yeah. like oh brother yeah, he's much. a werewolf whatever um and then i'm fast tracking to the scene where she's now wandering through the forest again by herself just thinking walking and runs into the vampire from the first movie the black vampire um and she's not seen him since that since the first movie and finds out that like victoria the redheaded vampire is back hunting her and he's like oh my gosh if victoria finds out that i killed you she'll be so happy with me and it'd be better if i did it because she was gonna make it slow and so you're like okay she's gonna die now cool i don't have to watch three more movies um but the, the werewolves come and save her action's pretty good i would say it's okay yeah um the pretty good. effects are good action's kind of bad but yeah because the effects are good the action's pretty good that's yeah. my argument with this and plus this is all graded on a lower scale yeah um so she gets away and then i i believe that this time she like jacob takes her home and alice is there 
Okay. And it's like shocking because it's like I thought I would never see you again. And she had a vision. Oh wait, no. Oh please. Okay. Just just keep going. No, no, no. <laughs> she jumps she jumps off the cliff. Jacob yeah. saves her. La la la. And then she sees Alice and Alice is like, I had a vision, you jumped <laughs> off a cliff, like, are you stupid? Blah blah blah. Argument with Jacob. Robert, I mean, Edward calls the house. Jacob answers. Bella is furious. Alice has another vision that uh, Edward is going to expose himself to humans in Italy where the Volteri are and get killed because he believes that Bella is dead, which means that Alice and Bella have to go to Italy right now they have to go right now and jacob pleads for her to stay and then she was basically like it's always been him screw you yeah <laughs> but i would say i think that without it's typical teenage like flirtiness between them like they have some chemistry for sure but it, at, no, at no point did i ever feel like she actually liked jacob at any point it became a little bit romantic it's only because she it was a rebound for her yeah. And so when he's like surprised and stuff, it's like, dude, you poor kid. The whole, it's like she, you've, you've been helping, you've helped her a lot, but you were not the person she wants. Yeah. So Alice and Bella go to Italy. Um, there is a, at, on this day, uh, oh, I think uh, Edward had already gone to the Volteri and said, please kill me. Because yeah. I don't care to live anymore. And they said that your gift is too useful. We won't kill you. So that's where he comes up with that plan. So yeah, they're superheroes for some reason. They all have a special it. superhero. Um, so they're there on the day of a festival where humans celebrate the eradication of vampires. Um, Wait, really? That's what Alice said. And I'm assuming, oh. I'm assuming it's one of those festivals where like humans celebrate it, but they don't really know what it is anymore. Like St. Patrick's day, like yeah. that kind of thing. Um, so Bella's running at this point in the movie. It's like, cool. We're at the very end. <laughs> Save Edward. It's very long. Yeah. So, um, there is a shirtless reveal by Edward. Um, nothing to write home about, but I think they're going for that. No, save your postage. Um, so she saves him, but the, he, he did technically expose himself. And by expose, I mean, glittering skin. Um, when he flashed that girl, okay. <laughs> so they're taken to the Volteri and then it's like, Oh my gosh, you have a human. This is so fascinating. And you can't read her mind. So Michael Sheen's character, when he touches you, he knows every thought you have ever had. And when he touches Bella, he can't read her at all. Yeah. At all. At all. Like, Edward can't read her. And then Dakota Fanning's gift is causing pain without having to move, just by looking at someone. So she tries it on Bella. Doesn't work. There's something special about this little girl. Um, and then there's a fight scene between Edward and another vampire dude that looks like Putty from Seinfeld. <laughs> and and at this point in the movie, you're like, how much longer is this? This and I'm is sure, forever. I'm sure you're thinking the same thing on this pod. Probably. But it's just like... Skip to the end. No, please, please. I need to get through this, Micah. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's just this last... And it's weird because you feel like 15 minutes before we had already gone through most of the last act. But this, all, this stuff's the the last act uh -huh. and it's like it's all pure setup for the rest of the series that's uh -huh. all this is right now and eclipses the filler but we're watching so much filler right now so much exposition so yeah all, this should all be in the next the, movie the vampire something. fight was not necessary made no sense because it ended with uh 
they were either going to kill Bella. It's basically like either kill her or turn her into a vampire. Yeah. Because obviously she's going to provide us with a useful gift. And Edward's like, no. And it's like, dude, you just turn her into a vampire. It's the o- literally the only way she's going to survive at this point. Yeah. So it's, I think it was Alice who was like, she will be a vampire. I've seen it. Yeah. And it's like, we had to wait for her to do it. Like Edward doesn't have the balls to like, just be like fine and yeah. figure it out when he leaves. So Bella does turn into a vampire. And then we, there's a cut scene to the future of, <laughs> she does turn into a vampire. Okay. So wait, are you serious? You're joking. No, I didn't. She didn't in this movie. No, she will. Because oh, yeah, you just said she no, does I, turn no, into a vampire. No, I'm telling you, Michael Sheen touches Alice and sees the vision of Edward and Bella frolicking through the forest. It looks so dumb. Uh, and it's just so bizarre. So then he finally lets them leave. And it's like, gosh, this was 20 minutes we didn't need of this movie. And it's all fine, good, and dandy. And then movie's not over no we go to the colon's house because they are all voting on whether or not to turn bella into a vampire to which it's pretty much unanimous besides uh edward still doesn't like it and rosalie's still not a fan of it either um and it's just like guys we know this is gonna happen we even agree that this is the best (laughs) possible outcome for you guys let it be so and then movie's still not over uh, Edward and Bella are driving and see, Jacob I don't remember this so I keep expecting you to be like and that's it no and then Jacob shows up and it's like oh my gosh how long is this conversation gonna be and it's pretty much him Jacob just getting the last word uh-huh. and I don't even remember what he says because I was so checked out at that point yeah and Edward's saying like thank you for like making sure she doesn't she didn't get hurt this whole time and by the way the whole time what happened to this Victoria chick we don't know can't remember. Can't even remember. So, and then it ends with Edward asking Bella to marry him, and it ends with her staring and, goes, and audibly, <gasps> and it's yeah. so dumb. And then uh, the movie ends. Bad movie. Uh, done with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to www.patreon.com slash Micah McCaw, and um, you can get your episodes early and get, get Patreon-exclusive episodes. Um, we may be doing an exclusive Patreon series. I don't want to announce it yet, just in case. We haven't decided for sure whether we're doing that. And that would probably begin uh, next month. Um, but there is now a tier that's just a $3 tier that is um, if you want to only do podcasts. And once we get two more patrons, you get to choose our next series. And we'll we'll derail from the things we're doing right now. I mean, we'll finish the series we're on. And then we'll just start that one next. Yep. So um, thank you for listening. Poli- oh, and we also have a Twitter now, so check that out. Yes. Um, we have zero followers. Sweet. I don't know how it which works. Is, so. Which is okay, because I just kind of wanted to make it for fun. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, but thank you for listening. We had a good time. Be safe out there. Watch out for vampires, and stay home. Bye. Bye. It seems New Moon has everyone picking sides. You're with Team Jacob or Team Edward. Can't we just agree to disagree? Can't we all agree on flame fresh taste for a buck? Maybe we could talk this out over lunch. Ah, that's better, fellas. Get the Whopper Junior or quarter pound double cheeseburger for just a buck each. Only at Burger King. It's a flame fresh taste all Twilight fans can agree on.